Hey friends, are you, as the old saying goes, burning the candle at both ends? Do you feel overwhelmed in your parenting journey? And do you need some fresh new advice and nourishment for this new year? I have some great information to share with you and some important news to share about raising Christian kids. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. All of us at Raising Christian Kids want to wish you a very happy and healthy new year. And we have some great information to share. Raising Christian Kids is now a nonprofit organization. And now it's time for us to reach out and ask people to walk alongside us and to help us because we have big, great plans ahead. So we're hoping that the people who love what we do will walk beside us and support us because we're going to create some great things in the future. And I'll keep you posted on that in another podcast episode. Also, I want to announce that I have a publisher for my new book. And I'm so excited to tell you that because this has been a labor of love. I've researched the brightest minds in children's spirituality for about two and a half to three years it took me to get the information. And now we have a really great book that we're going to put out that's going to help you raise your children to stand strong in their faith so they won't walk away later. And again, I'll keep you posted on that. But today I'm going to start out with a quote from author Hal Runkle, what has to last has to come first. Isn't that great? I love that. What has to last has to come first. What a great play on words. How we live today determines how we live tomorrow. In the new year, we need to take a stand and look at our lives and determine what are we going to do today that's going to help us as parents to take care of ourselves because we need to come first before we can take care of our children or anyone else. And you've heard it before on an airplane, you have to put the oxygen mask on first before you can place it on your children. Well, the same goes for parenting. If we don't take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of our children. And it seems like common sense, doesn't it? But as parents, we're always looking to take care of the needs of our children and possibly other family members as well before our own needs. My friend has seven kids. The oldest is 14, and she homeschools all seven of her children. That alone seems overwhelming to me personally. Her husband works two jobs, and when he gets home, to say he's, ex- he's exhausted is an understatement. He works construction during the week. That's a hard physical job. And he's an Uber driver on the weekends. And he helps Tammy by, you know, washing the dishes after dinner, or he'll play with the kids for a bit and maybe read them a bedtime story. But everything else falls upon Tammy's shoulders. Paying the bills, cleaning the house, washing the clothes, grocery shopping, feeding the family, and homeschooling all seven of her children. The closest family member that she has is a few hours away. So it's not like somebody can just pop on over and help her. And she says she gets a little bit of help from friends here and there, but they're busy with their own lives. And if you're a parent to seven kids with minimal help, you know how hard and exhausting and stressful it can be. Some days she runs out of gas, out of patience, out of time, and 
as we know, we never stop parenting until we take our last breath. So she's going to be parenting these seven kids her whole life. Parenting is the longest, most demanding, and most rewarding job on earth. And you need to stay physically healthy and mentally healthy. Perhaps you're stressed out about kids or your marriage. Maybe you have a stressful job. Maybe you don't have enough money in the bank account. Are you facing rejection or some kind of betrayal? You fill in the blank. What is it that you're facing that's causing stress in your life? Maybe you're taking pills to calm your nerves, to help you sleep, to make you feel better. And taking pills, drinking alcohol, or overeating will not fix the problem as most of us know. And to borrow from Hal Runkin again, he says, you can't fight a spiritual problem with a physical remedy. You know, sometimes it's just a spiritual problem because we're not adhering to God's word. You know, he says, I take care of the birds, that he feeds the birds. We are so much more than the birds. We need to trust in him. And Hal Runkle is so right. Medication, exercising, eating healthy can benefit the body, but does it really bring lasting relief from worry, stress, anxiety, anger? We're always going to have something that we have to do or face or get done. And lasting peace going through all these things that we have to do is only found in following and trusting God in his living word. Physical rest is good, but resting in the Lord is better. It benefits the body, mind, and the soul. Through God's grace and mercy, we can have healing hearts, peace of mind, and a happy spirit, no matter what we have to do, no matter what we're facing in the world. And we must practice self-care. Hey, ask help from others if you can and pray to God for help. There's no extra reward or an award for doing it all on your own. And remember, if you go to the phone before the throne, make sure the advice that you're given is in line with the word of God. I love this verse in Psalm 46, 5. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. God was talking about Israel, but he is also talking about us. After all, we are the new Israel. We are his people, and God is with us, and he's within us. Rest and rest in him. No matter if the dishes pile up to the ceiling or the clothes are on the kids' bedroom floors, make sure to take a break and go somewhere and rest. I read one mother would sit on the floor and pull her shirt up over her head. And the kids knew they had to leave her alone. That was her time to tune out everything and to tune into the Lord. And they knew that they would be in, you know, in trouble if they bothered her when she was sitting on the floor and that t-shirt was up over her head. They knew not to talk to her, just to leave her alone unless it was an emergency. And in Luke 5:16 we read, but he, Jesus, would withdraw to desolate places and pray. Notice the plural word places, meaning he did this more than once. Jesus knew the importance of rest and prayer. And listen, Jesus would get irritated while raising his disciple children. In Mark 9, 19, he says, how long shall I stay with you? How long should I put up with you? Self-care is so important. I've seen mothers who go to pick up their children from school and their hair is 
everywhere, this way, that way. They look like they just crawled out of bed. They're stressed. They haven't brushed their teeth probably or let alone put on lipstick. Or perhaps you have not made that dentist appointment or doctor's appointment for yourself. You keep putting it off. When's the last time you got a pedicure, a manicure, a massage, or a new shirt? How about a new hairstyle or a new haircut? And dad, when is the last time you went fishing, bowling, or took your wife on a date? These all sound so basic, don't they? But there are some mom and dads who neglect themselves. They feel it's not really important. It can wait. But what example are you setting for your children? How can you teach your children to be joyful always and to be good stewards of their bodies and of their mind if you're not doing that for yourself? On my website, Raising Christian Kids, I have a free resource titled Becoming a Better You, How You Can Become a Better You So You Can Be a Better Parent. I hope you will download it and I pray it will be helpful to you. Also, Faith-Filled Food for Moms is a printable daily self-care checklist plus 40 easy self-care ideas. And I'll have a link in the show notes for that. And also there is another link I have. It's three biblical steps to healing your spiritual wounds. And I hope you will check that out. Let me leave you with just seven quick points on how you can help take care of yourself. Read the word of God and pray often. I know that's common sense, but we don't always do it, do we? We have to remember to stay connected to the power source for the power. Eat healthy and stay hydrated. Maybe set a timer to eat a healthy snack in between and to make sure you're drinking water. Make sleep a priority. Kick the kids out of the bedroom unless it's a real emergency. Take deep breaths and relax often. Deep breathing and relaxation activates the parasympathetic nervous system which sends signals to your brain to tell the anxious part that you're safe and you don't need to use the fight, flight, or freeze response. Set goals and priorities and plan well. Being organized and ready for your day will help keep you on track and kids love and need consistency and structure. Try to incorporate each fruit of the spirit in your life daily. Make a chart and check off every day how you were loving, kind, generous, patient, and so on and so forth. You know, it's in the giving that we receive. When we give, it makes us feel better. And don't forget to reach out to family, to your friends, or to your church for help. We are the body of Christ. And Jesus said, the least you do for one of these, you do for me. And that's including you. Happy New Year. God bless you and your families. And this is how we all work to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.